Cobra Kai never backs down from a fight. Tournament or no tournament, we always strike first. But you already did. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Robbie Keane. You never told me his father was Johnny Lawrence. Well, what's it matter? <laughs> what's it matter? You stole the man's son. If that's not a direct attack, I don't know what is. Now you've got him and the rest of the kids wrapped up in all your old drama. And if you're not careful, it's going to take Cobra Kai down all over again. I've got everything under control, including Robbie. No offense, John, but that's not how it looks from where I'm sitting. It wasn't long ago where you were sitting was at a vegan tofu brunch. You were right about me, John. I was living a lie. I lost who I was along the way. But now? Now, there's nothing I want more than a second chance at finishing what we started. I just want to make sure this time we win. And the only way to do that is to forget about the past. Focus on our students. We do that, everything else will fall into place. LaRusso will have to shut down Miyagi-Do. Johnny Lawrence will rue the day he ever left Cobra Kai. So, what do you say? I say, we've got a victory in our future. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Welcome to uh, No Mercy, a Cobra Kai kickback. My name is Jim Scampoli, and I represent Eagle Fang because I don't really know how to Twitter hash brown dead meat. <laughs> my name is Jacob Burrows, and I represent Miyagi Do because my way is the only way. I hate compromise and working with other people, <laughs> just like Mr. Miyagi taught me. <laughs> and we're here to talk about episode five of season four of Cobra Kai Match Point, uh, directed by Joel Navoa and Bob Dearden. Um, we noticed just before, which we probably should have noticed a while back, but uh, these episodes, uh, they have the same director in twos, so to speak. So one and two are both uh, directed by the same uh, people and so on through the whole season. So presumably they put them together in batches, which is an interesting thing to think about as far as how it's structured, etc. But either way, here we are halfway through the season and it's a pivotal episode in many ways. Any immediate thoughts from you, Jim? Uh, well, I mean, just coming off that clip, it's like, it's so weird because I, when I was first watching it um, with Terry Silver, like the whole time I'm not buying his, I guess, enlightenment. I'm like, what has he got up his sleeve? Like this whole time, like this has all been an act. This has all been a long con. And I mean, that's kind of almost it, but not really, because in this episode, he's outside of like one scene he's just completely reasonable about everything and it's weird because i think that's why when i first watched this i was off balance if you will i lost my balance mm. because i was like yeah. who is this man coming through with all like this rational talk here and in a weird way like if you didn't know the history like if you didn't know like about cobra kai you would just think this is just a charming story of an old man rewriting the last <laughs> chapter of his of his life and refinding what he loves to do. And in a way, from a certain point of view, that's true. Um, although the the one thing with that open that's a little weird is like that crease is like, you know, when he's like uh, Robbie Keane's uh, Johnny Lawrence's son. That's that's like your first shot, and then crease is like. What do you mean? <laughs> what does that matter? Like, of course you know what it means. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kreese is uh, interesting in these conversations with Terry Silver because I feel like he's being quite wishy-washy overall, yeah. which isn't really the Kreese way. Um, but yeah, Terry Silver is so right about everything. And I, I wasn't expecting him to secretly have, you know, some agenda, Terry Silver. I thought he was going to be corrupted by, uh, you know, Cobra Kai and Karate and everything. I thought that was the angle. So I was kind of on board and I was hearing him say this stuff. It's like, as I've said before, retroactively made the character make more sense to me mm. uh, from the past. And now he's like, what, what the fuck was I even thinking? Like, here's what we need to do. Um, 
but it's interesting we'll get into it more as far as him and crease because i feel like crease is at the end of last episode he's like well what do you suggest and he's like we go talk to them and then after that crease is like well now what and now and then cherry's like oh we got work to do and and like crease is happy like yeah we got work to do but then he's training them slightly different than he wants and he wants there to be a fight between the kids so then he's like "Mm, i don't know and then we get to this scene but we're gonna walk through the episode in detail so i'm sure we'll get into it more well because even like not to jump i mean it's not jumping ahead but it's jumping a little bit past the first scene because um terry is playing the reasonable part like because we pick up right where the last episode left off so you know, we got Crease and Terry marching into Miyagi-Do. You know, Daniel is like, holy shit. Terry Silver's back. Johnny's like, who the fuck is this guy? Daniel's getting fired up. But, like, again, Terry's still being reasonable here. But then when they go back to, like, the car when they step away, you start to see the old Terry because he's, like, that arrogant little prick. It's like seeing Daniel LaRusso is, is starting to reignite <laughs> That fire yeah. in his belly again. He's starting to get That's back true. into his his old self, even though he's still, you know, as we see throughout the episode, he's still kind of looking at it from a from a more strategic, smarter point of view. Where like, yeah, we have the same goal. We want to destroy Daniel Larusso, and by an extension, like T- Terry's more about destroying Daniel Larusso, and you know, by an extension, Johnny Lawrence. But we don't have to be stupid about it. Uh, there are there are smart ways to do it. Uh, where Crease is still, it's just weird because a season ago, Crease is the guy manipulating a uh, uh, restraining order on Amanda, which is you know a Terry Silver thing to do. I feel, but now he's clueless and he's always like, well, "We know, punch them. We go punch them now." And and Terry's like, "No, no, no, we don't punch them yet. We will." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I completely agree with that. Um, and he's. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of like not uh, not taking a sophisticated approach and he just kind of needs... I, I guess it's because even though he wanted Terry Silver back, he wanted Terry Silver very much to be uh, under his control. He, True. He, he is a control freak in many ways. So even if what Terry Silver is doing is the reasonable thing that will get them the goal they want, and I do think Terry Silver wants a Cobra Kai in every corner. I think he genuinely believes in that karate's helped him in his life like and it's going to help other people like it's kind of a twisted way to get there obviously but i think that's kind of what he's talking about and you know finishing what they started like partially destroying daniel larusso sure but also like spreading cobra kai like and i i don't know i remember if it's in this episode or a different one but you know he talks about like we could have done that anyway and then crease you just kind of disappeared or mm. whatever like but I, I think that might be semi-spoiler for getting into future discussions anyway but yeah it's um it's it's true it's i think the main thing of this scene that's interesting as well from a different perspective is that this is supposed to be daniel is so rattled that he basically yeah he he he, he in the next scene is like i'm gonna take over the dojo and yeah. you don't get to teach at my dojo anymore and I think that's a big part of what we'll discuss in this episode because it is what leads to the big fight at the end and all the build up to the fight, etc. And their relationship up to this point and their relationship after this, it all kind of hinges here uh, on him seeing Terry Silver. And you got to wonder how much of that from Terry Silver is. I mean, they've gone there to mess with with uh, Johnny and Daniel, but they've they really outdid themselves because Daniel just immediately is like, nah, we got to go Miyagi-Do all the way. Fuck your, fuck your ridiculous yeah. little school, Johnny. Yeah, like the, the, the ante is now up. Like the, the shit just got real. So I can't be like messing around with, you know, Eagle Fang and all this, which is, you know, it, it is in character for LaRusso, uh, but it's also like such a dumb, it's a dumb mistake. Like the, it should be the goal is even clearer. They're, you know, back together. We need to have a stronger bond than before. But also in Daniel's defense, because it's all flooding back. And Daniel is like looking at it again here. He's much like me when I'm watching this yes. season where I'm that's like, true. what is he up to? There's something going on. He's up to something. And that's even what Daniel's saying. Like, I don't know what kind of twisted game you're playing, which is right. Because if you, if, for those of you don't recall, 
uh, Chris, I mean, I mean, uh, Terry originally showed up what to be trained by Daniel, like, or he came out to train him, but like, it was obviously under this weird guise where he was pretending to be a different guy, be- so he could then have Chris jump out, and like, it was, it's an insane plan. So of course he does these intricate things to mess with your mind, but now it's like he's playing the hiding in plain sight. Where no, just being here is messing with your mind. I don't have to do anything else. But you know, I can't blame Daniel for thinking that something's up. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and so yeah, like a, a big part of this episode is the fight between Daniel and Johnny, and it leads to the breakup of the two senseis. And honestly, everything we talked about up to this point, and everything in the episode, I feel like it works on paper. Like Daniel's, he he's asking to take over everything. It makes sense. He is a hothead. He's threatened. Terry Silver has brought all of this back, and he is right to suspect there's more going on. Mm. I mean, it's the wrong call <laughs> to go like now. I'm go like. Imagine even like a normal person who isn't Johnny, if you told them like, actually, fuck you, like this whole thing we've been talking about working together, we're not going to do that anymore. I'm just going to take over all of your students and everything like it would be completely unreasonable for anyone to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, But I do think it I mean, yeah, it does make sense. It does kind of feel like even the most genuine sort of they're both good people fans uh, as opposed to the Daniel haters. We're kind of told that we're wrong a little bit in this episode. It's like, nah, uh, Daniel, Daniel's a fucking idiot here, which is fine. It makes sense script wise, structure wise. It just doesn't feel as satisfying as it maybe could given that we're four seasons in and Hmm. we know that the two of them are partially being pulled apart for the sake of the story. And I don't want to sound True. too critical here, but I yeah. think it's sort of the crux of what we've talked about before, about uh, maybe wanting a bit more of their interactions rather than immediately going to them, giving up again on like, ah, no, let's have a big fight. And I even think, honestly, the fight, if I know I'm jumping ahead here, the fight even makes sense, everything makes sense, but I thought them knocking each other out was going to be them learning that, hey, we both have skills that are worth imparting to people. But no, it's just the final straw, I guess. So that was just kind of... Kind of going, oh, we can't, we, we can't, we'll, we'll tease you, but we won't sort of give you a, a win, the viewers of, of either of them, rather than a lesson for them. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think it should have been, it, that would have felt more uh, true if they kind of learned something from it uh, than, you know, yeah, it being the, the, the final point of contention. Um, but yeah, I, I, Daniel is an idiot here, but I think it does make sense uh where he's coming from because it actually it, it reinforces even more wh- how important it was to bring Terry on the show because I think you know we always joked even from the beginning like ah bring what about what about when they bring Terry Silver to the show you know and at least this starts to reinforce it's not just hey this guy was in Karate Kid 3 so we got to bring him back like yeah it, I mean, besides the stuff that's going on with Crease and with Cobra Kai in general, it does make sense as a tipping point for Daniel in this potential team up that he has with Johnny. And it's a better way for him to kind of lash out than, say, Johnny being like, oh, you gave Miguel a headband. You know what I mean? Like, even though that yeah. still makes sense a little bit as well. And Johnny has that like bubbling to the surface. So it, it, the things are colliding at the right time, but yes, the other point I think still stands where when it comes to this fight they have, if they learned something from it and came together, would have made more sense. But there's still five more episodes, so I mean, of course that can't happen yet. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, maybe I sound uh, a bit too critical, but I have to call out some positives, including the uh, bartender at this uh, at this establishment they're drinking in, oh, uh, yeah. who's like asking them to keep it down, <laughs> and Johnny's just like, shut the fuck up. It's not even like a joke or anything, well, they're just in the middle of this argument. And he looks so annoyed with his fancy handlebar mustache. <laughs> Is that the first F word on this show? I, I couldn't don't know. I couldn't I, remember. I mean, we've discussed every show a bunch of times, but I, I, I mean, obviously, it's not like a. They don't throw that. They throw shit around a lot. But I'm, I'm trying to remember if in the YouTube days, if they had an F word. Um, but I mean, it was, it, it was. If it is the first, uh, perfect moment. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> very true and i mean of course there was that scene where daniel was like i'm a fucking tree yo i'm a bonsai tree bitch <laughs> yeah, yeah and then he started rapping i'm gonna fucking um, punch your limbs you motherfucker <laughs> I'm going to paralyze your fucking limbs, Crease. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Um, But real before that, real quick, because we have, you know, Terry and and Crease do roll up on Cobra Kai. I love how they roll in because they're Mm. all amped up. Like, they got the adrenaline flowing. Like, we just got a powwow with the Miyagi-Dos. And, yeah, we are seeing, I mean, Terry's taking the lead here. And he's saying, you know, hey, we agreed, no fights till the tournament. But Kreese is even like, what? We're not going to fight? Like, I, he still doesn't get it for some reason. Again, I, I'm a little critical of how Kreese is here. Um, and, you know, he's saying, Terry's saying we're going to take all this energy and store it and, you know, let it out at the right time. And in a weird way, I feel like he's unknowingly talking about himself. Because, and again, even not even like I, not even thinking that he's secretly trying to do something with Cobra Kai or whatever, but he has these thirty years of pent up aggression, and he's only kind of letting it out. And I don't know, we're just seeing that build throughout the season. So that was my take. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you're right about Chris. We'll, we'll get more into it, I guess. I also really love when Johnny leaves and just throws three bucks down. For his <laughs> yeah, dude, well that's great. That's I've great. thought of a bit like that before, too, because it's such a trope in movies and TV that yes. someone like they always have a moment where they just take out and they kind of look at some cash in their hand and they toss it down. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Where <laughs> yeah. I just kind of ha- it's usually I got to wait for change or something. I mean, I'm tipping the guy still. But I never just have a weird wad. Or, and sometimes they're always like, shrug, then throw it down and walk away. Uh, so I thought that was a very fun joke. It's like, this is only $3. And Daniel's like, ah, I just put yeah, it on my tab. Maybe you should be doing that, though. You'd look hella cool. Like, even if it's not the correct amount. <laughs> yeah, the bartender would be like, I can't, can't complain. They did the cool thing. <laughs> they threw it down. I do wish um, we got a little bit more of... Um, like, I get why they don't have it, but I wish we had more of a scene similar to when, when Johnny is telling Miguel, like, the story of Karate Kid 1. And you know how it's like we're seeing some of the clips, even though we're, we're always very critical of the flashbacks. But I wish we had more of Daniel actually trying to tell the story of, like, so then we're opening up a bonsai tree shop, and this maniac comes in and, like, builds it up from there. Uh, but we do kind of check in at the end of that where daniel has just explained the plot of karate kid 3 to johnny and johnny's response is great because he's just concerned about how they put him straight (laughs) straight through to the finals and he's very upset as he should be yeah i'm a big fan of that as well um and of course the conversation we we sort of uh, went through it a little bit but you know they get to talking about how you know, I would have won if we fought 10 times or whatever. And they fought a bunch of times since the tournament, but never really to the finish. And of course, as he said, Johnny's still thinking about Miguel back of the head. But I guess they're supposed to be drunk or whatever, or they both get really drunk after this. Mm. I think, I guess after this, they get drunk because they seem kind of fine. Um, but yeah, they're just got all this aggression bubbling up for various reasons. Um, yeah, they probably got a good buzz on. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'm. Like that's why Johnny's all right to drive when he leaves because he's right. just he's just doing buzz driving. There's there's there. I mean, we've seen Johnny drink and drive. We've seen Johnny. I think we've seen Daniel drink and drive on this show. We've called this out before, but they're just buzz, yeah. so it's fine. But then yeah, Daniel does order another, so you, there's a hint that he's gonna get more sauce on here, and we even see because I don't know if he like slept at the dealership, but he's like waking up at the dealership after. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the views on Jim Scampoli regarding uh, buzz driving do not represent the views of showswhatyouknow.com. Yeah, uh, so we have a scene then coming up with Hawk and Dimitri in school. We get a bit of like school kind of drama, a bit of like, well, kind of like high school stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, they're looking up Terry Silver, uh, who's a Renaissance man. And Dimitri just uh, found him and and looked him up, etc. There's a reference to some to the oil scandal in Borneo or whatever. Yeah, right? that's from yeah, toxic that's from the waste. Film. Yeah, um, 
and yeah, uh, Hawk has a little little taste of reconciliation with Moon, who likes the new hue of his purple uh, mohawk. Mm. So that's fun. Yep. Um, and of course, what's Dimitri's girlfriend called again? Uh, Yasmin. Yasmin. Yep. Yeah, their relationship is weird. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess that's what the the show is saying too. Like, we don't get it either. <laughs> yeah. But it was never really like a. Uh, it was never like a three-dimensional relationship that was fleshed out. It was kind of like a joke, like, haha, wouldn't it be funny if the cheerleader uh, bully girl got with this dweeb? And yeah, <laughs> like, it's fine. But then this scene is basically just her being like, oh, that butt, I'm going to Sydney, Australia. <laughs> so, and I, even as this scene is happening, I'm like, what is going on with like the production of this? Is it like, I can't be in these episodes? Like, what... I can only come in for one scene or what? I've wondered that <laughs> as well. Because like, going to Australia is the most basic, like, oh shit, they're not <laughs> In this season move <laughs> and i feel like they did a similar thing in the last season i don't know if this girl's on a different show or what but uh it's yeah it's totally just played for laughs i mean i guess it's still it does work as a p like it doesn't work for yasmin's character at all because she's kind of not really a character but at least yeah. i guess it does come up for dimitri as it is like a development for how he was in the beginning and how he is now it's just I mean, they, they use it as as that, but it's not like we saw... I mean, I guess we did kind of see him, like, talk to her, right? I mean, eh, it's, you know, I guess. It, yeah, it was it, last season stuff, yeah. but yeah. Uh, well, that is the purpose of women in media, to be act as rewards and motivations <laughs> yeah. for men, so they're, they're doing fine. Um, I mean, purple <laughs> is the color of the crown chakra, so, I mean, it really works for uh, Hawk here, because that's what Moon says. Yeah. And I mean, Hawk's still uh, hung up on Moon. Um, uh, he has been for a while and uh, finds out that she's broken up with her uh, the, the girl she was seeing. So maybe uh, there is a hint of yeah. reconciliation. But then we get to Johnny's tweets uh, about where he went on a Twitter rant uh, to Miguel only because he only has one follower. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, but, but Miguel's a great social media manager, as we've said before, and a great merch person. But he's a great social media manager in that he's, he shares these. He's not just sharing yeah. them via Twitter. He's going around showing people. <laughs> this even gets to Daniel's wife, and everyone is looped in on this. Like yeah. He should have at least 10 followers by the end of this episode. So Miguel's out there doing the Lord's Miguel work. Miguel is, is putting in the work for sure. Uh he does have Eagle Fang bite first in his profile, which is which is fun, because it is yeah. funny to think about Eagle Fang. It's just Cobra Kai <laughs> with a different yeah. name, <laughs> and he has to try to twist whatever their thing is into an eagle thing. Uh, which I mean, it's still around, so that's cool. But yeah, tomorrow night Eagles reign supreme. I mean, his first tweet is "Hello?" question mark. Then he had a tweet <laughs> in December that says, "How does this thing work?" Um, and then now we're in, you know, sometime in 2019, early 2019, cause we're not in May yet, but we're after, uh, the holidays and yeah, tomorrow night, Eagles reign supreme. It's time for the Valley to see what karate's all about. And it's on Lawrence LaRusso rematch hash Brown dead meat. Great tweets from at sensei Johnny law. <laughs> yeah. Which I looked up, but it's not, they didn't make it like a branded account or anything. Um, bit of a waste uh i yeah and then of course we have daniel waking up at the dealership i guess he's got a suit on so presumably slept at home but is just feeling the effect of it later in the day yeah um i love the conversation where um he's confronted with the tweets and like you're not really fighting are you he's like no and then he explains terry silver and the question of like any other cobra kai's from your past gonna come and destroy our lives and he's like no no and he's like well i can't say that for sure which is a great little nod to everyone watching yeah because there's still at least one i mean one more that we know of who knows maybe there's something in a in between in a film we didn't get to see uh but yeah there's still mike barnes out there somewhere so don't get too comfy amanda yeah that's right. Um, but basically, he's like, oh, no, we're not going to fight. And then we cut to Johnny uh, doing his 80s training montage oh, uh, of running through town, uh, running on the beach, kicking things, breaking cinder blocks, all sorts of stuff. This is a great montage. And yeah, playing the song. Like, I don't know what the song is, but yeah, two worlds collide. Like, it's so great. And we had the clips from Karate Kid 1, of course. And oh, I meant to look this up, but I'm almost positive they have clips from that deleted scene because I don't think that scene's in the movie, but there's the, the scene in yeah whatever. in the cafeteria. 
Yeah, uh, you're right. And it's cool because, I mean, we see Johnny's version. Like, it, it, they always do this in classic fashion. We see Johnny's part of it, although this was Daniel just, you know, getting him back because apparently he made Daniel sit in a pie or something like that. So just putting pie on each other, on their ass, on their shirt, just doing what they do in a deleted scene from Karate Kid. Yeah, which I think someone asked in a review where we're going to chat about some deleted scenes at some point, so we might have to get more into that um, when we when we are <laughs> between seasons when we're fucking yeah. scrambling yeah. for content. I did uh, uh, just yeah. get the uh, sidebar uh, for Christmas. I did get the 4K trilogy set. It's a, be- nice. it's a gorgeous set. I haven't watched the, the actual 4K um, uh, uh, rip of it yet, but check it out if you don't already have it oh, for, and for some reason cobra kai itself they put the show out on dvd i don't know why the fuck they're doing that i don't know yeah. if it's because maybe that was some sort of compromise where they're like well netflix or even youtube because the first two seasons i got on dvd i got that for christmas as well it came with a i have a uh miyagi do it's a miyagi do headband but then you flip it around and it's a Cobra Guy headband that came with it. It's dope. It's nice. Uh, yeah. But that's only on DVD. So I don't know if they're streaming like, hey, will we want to make sure that HD is only streaming. We don't want to cut into our... I don't know what the deal could be, but it's not on a Blu-ray. Hmm. Well, that's headband is what Miguel needs. It's what everyone in this show needs because you need to be <laughs> yeah. able to turn... turn the switches and go full aggro when you need to or balanced and uh, avoiding fights when you need to. But yeah, Johnny's obviously uh, going ultra eagle fag and breaking the cinder blocks. He's running past some guy on an electric scooter, grabs it and smashes it because uh, he's so hyped up on his own music and, and fight juice. He's punching and kicking waves. There's an eagle flying through the sky. <laughs> so he's all in with this fight now. This is going to be the last, uh, the last fight ever. One of them is going to die by the way he's acting in this montage. He jump kicks someone's mailbox, fucking shatters it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's awesome is because now we get to also, we have the Karate Kid scenes, but now it's like, oh, yeah, we have this new mythology now because we can even work in scenes from Cobra Kai. So we have, you know, when he's in the dealership and he's like, I kicked his face, and we have... You know, the the meeting at like the All Valley where he's they're trying to keep Cobra Kai out of the tournament. And, you know, Daniel saying he was the worst of them all. Johnny Lawrence, which clearly was a lie because Mike yes. Barnes is Mike Barnes and Terry Silver. Much worse. There are crease. Plenty of worse people. Yeah. Like every other Cobra Kai that we remember was worse. Um yeah, and it's like we've obviously we always talk about uh, these types of flashbacks or clips from whether it be the movies or the show. But this is like this is the most appropriate way to use them in Absolutely. a montage. That is because it's all connected to what's going on in his head, it, and it's reminding us rather than just having you know someone telling a story about something that happened in one of the movies or like the previous episode and the the editing just decides to drop in some clips to remind us visually of what that was it's not really as relevant here it's more a culmination of many different things Mm -hmm. so it's like because it's a fucking montage that's what they are yeah so it it makes a lot of sense it makes yeah it makes the most sense and then it's great to see daniel doing the johnny thing that we saw like an episode ago where you know he's kind of going over in his head what he should say when he's going to call johnny to squash this thing but of course you can't apologize that shows weakness and that is a fun little that works on a, a bunch of great levels because it's a, a just another fun way to show how similar they are but it also could be the like that sentence alone is why we're still at this point with these two uh yeah. it's four seasons in where they still can't like quite get to that common ground because they both think that that's too weak to say i'm sorry because that's toxic masculinity and me not even miyagi could beat that out of you hey eh, daniel yeah um that's right and yeah they're you know they're soft rock and hard rock they're both rock <laughs> and rock does not apologize um that's right so he's at home because he's hung over and <laughs> sam comes in and I guess they get to talking about uh, everyone knows that they're going to fight this evening. She's a little, you know, she's she's been training with Johnny. She did the jump thing, but she's also been doing some kicking and punching in various montages and learning a bit more of that aggro energy. Um, but... 
yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the the uh, gist of where this scene lands us. I don't know if you well, have any it's, thoughts or opinions it's, on it. Yeah, it's like, first, Daniel's a little upset because, I mean, she says she played the cramps card, um, which even kind of works on him because he's like, the cramps card. He's like, oh, I don't even want to know. Like, so he still doesn't want to talk about women's menstruation. Come on, guys. We could talk about it. Women menstruate. It's the 21st century. It's, it's natural. It's a thing that happens to us all. Uh, but yeah, he's upset about that. And then he's like, so you're skipping class now. And she's like, I'm just making my own schedule. So, I mean, we are kind of meant to see that, yeah, I guess that's the Johnny part of her. Or at least there's yeah, like getting the cool. harder edge of her that Daniel's seeing. And she brings up the tweets. Everybody at school's talking about the fight. Uh, and she kind of blames him. She's like, "What'd you do to set him off?" And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and Daniel takes umbrage with that comment, like, "Me? That guy could I mean, set that off?" Is, <laughs> yeah. To yeah. be fair, that's some real Cobra Kai victim blaming yeah. behavior of like, "What'd you do to set him off?" But also, she has the best point because she asks, like, "Does this have to do with the guy who came?" He very briefly tells the story again of Terry Silver, uh, and she. And he says, like, oh, it was only through Mr. Miyagi's teachings that I was able to snap out of it. And so we have to double down on Miyagi-Do. And, like, she's like, what, so no more Eagle Fang? Like, Johnny's never going to go for that. And yeah. he would be right as well. But, like, I feel like that statement maybe should be confronted a bit more in this uh, episode because he's just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's what happened. He's not like, yeah, so I'm... I was going to call him and I don't I don't know they they're just stuck in this escalating thing but the more important part of this scene is the the snap the, yes the bottle cap snap yeah the cap flip cuz now it's yeah. like finally cuz yeah that is the culmination of which again I wish there was a little bit more I wish we saw besides just the roof jump and 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 yeah. and, it's, and it's this in a weird way this kind of reinforces my critique of that being Johnny's lesson mm -hmm. like not that they would even have needed more scenes but I think with the roof jump we need more scenes of Johnny and Sam like her learning or whatever like him training her with if if they do the roof jump in a different way where just like I don't know more where we see her learn more I feel like this would have been more impactful but again, that's just my nitpicks. Don't give us uh, one star reviews. Give us a review, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the roof jump is like kind of a motivational thing. You know, it isn't actually her learning any new techniques or anything. I mean, we've had several montages that are pretty good. Like, you, you kind of have to fill in the gaps. But it's like you've said, there's a little bit of shorthand going on here and there. But Sam has an excellent point in that she's, you know, not on anyone's side. She just wants to learn both styles. Yeah. Uh, so she has twice the techniques to draw from which is the whole point of them teaming up from the start um and yeah anyway she basically the m m most important conversation she had with johnny was where he was like stand up to your parents like don't do yeah. what they think you should be doing. be a teenager basically she was like hey don't you have loads of teenager hormones go be mean to your <laughs> parents and she's like fuck yeah <laughs> and that's uh yeah that's uh, where they're at. And, and Daniel snaps the cap. And Daniel does bring up like um, that, you know, he heard about the party. It seems that you're kind of doing the instigating now as well. Mm. And then, you know, yeah. but she keeps falling back on the compared to what to Tori's done, which, yeah, makes sense. But also, yeah, either way, it ends in the coin. It ends in the cap flip, which is a we've been, you know, severely critical over the lack of cap flips. But now we're in a cat flip <laughs> cornucopia between the past few episodes where we've seen one from Johnny and now one from Sam. Yeah, exactly. So back at Cobra Kai, Terry Silver is talking about three Ds, desire, devotion, and discipline. This sounds like some Cobra Kai shit because it's just like this three things that kind of are very similar, but whatever, <laughs> here's the point. Uh, do what I say. And, you know, basically some motivational stuff. And uh, Chris is like, we need to have a little chat, basically yeah. because he can't handle anyone else telling his students what to do, even though he doesn't have a concrete thing either. Like you were saying, it's not like he's like, yes, they should beat up 
Miyagi-Do. Maybe, I mean, I guess that's what he thinks should happen. Um, some some harassment and what have you. But it's actually interesting that it's Robbie who's like, oh, just because we can't fight doesn't mean we can't get some payback, which is like, feels like it would be relevant in the whole Kreese-Terry dynamic, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of, that was kind of Terry's thing last episode. And he's like, we're not going to, like, they're not immediately going to start fighting them. We're going to go and mess with their heads. Uh, but then he's kind of done after that, and it's kind of Robbie who's like, "Yeah, we can, we can do some other she fucked up shit." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it should seem like it should be like, because you're right. Terry is when we cut into this scene, Terry is just doing Cobra Kai, like yeah, the three Ds. Dis- uh, you know, I can't teach you the first two, but I could teach you discipline if you're able to receive it. But then Crease is looking at him like, "The fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> 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 I yeah. mean, it, it's almost not like fight. yeah, not strike first. <laughs> it's almost like Crease. I mean, Terry should be the one up here at this moment, being like, "Now we're gonna focus more Miyagi Do or something," you know, whatever. But I don't know. It's still like it kind of makes sense. It's just not fully. But you're right. Then we leave with Robbie. It feels like it, if this was tied in more uh, with what's going on with Crease uh, and Terry, it would maybe um, feel a little bit better. Uh, but then we kind of cut maybe, over. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, maybe if like, because um, Robbie knows some knows a lot of Miyagi Do. Maybe if he had uh, like Robbie, like Terry had Robbie teach the whole class Miyagi Do like formally. At this point, you could see more of a reason for Kreese to go like you're poisoning their minds with this Miyagi Do nonsense, mm. uh, rather than just like you didn't tell them to go fight them immediately in the streets, <laughs> which is something that I agreed to and set up. And yeah, maybe he has a long game. Maybe he doesn't intend on holding that promise. Like it's, a, it's not like a fucking legally binding contract or anything. They're, yeah. they're just kids. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess. But as you're saying, we cut over to Miguel arriving back home, seeing Johnny at the end of his montage. He's like, practicing the crane kick. Yeah, he's doing the um, crane kick. But he's also yeah. like he's stepping into LaRusso's like he's kind of going back and forth. He's like, all right, so Daniel will be over here like this doing the crank kick. Yeah. And then he'll stop <laughs> and go over and be like, and I'm over here. Uh, and he's really trying to lay out his plan, which is a great plan. Don't walk into the kick or pretend to walk in. Maybe I think maybe he's forgetting that initially. Maybe he was pretending to walk into the kick, but then got kicked because now he's yeah. going to pretend to walk into it, but then kick him, uh, punch him in the balls or whatever. Yeah, very much so. And I mean, Miguel's filling the same function as Sam here. Yeah. Like Sam, they're, they're just kind of like, hey, we want to keep learning both. And it just feels like, yeah, they're both trying to get their senseis to internalize that. And it just doesn't happen. Not in this episode anyway, because it's just kind of like, oh, well, we're going to say all the stuff you need to do some growth, <laughs> but there's no no time for it. Although, to be fair, right? Uh uh this next scene maybe i'm gonna have to skip a bit to to get to make this make sense but this is the last time we see johnny before the fight when johnny arrives at the fight he's being the reasonable one he's the one who's like maybe we can make this like maybe we can find a better way because yeah he's been training all day sure but he's kind of taking good guy mode here which is why i feel like as a fan of both characters uh daniel's done a bit dirty here because when he says that he's daniel's kind of like if you want to rehash your dumb bullshit from the other <laughs> night or whatever, bitch. Uh, and you're kind of like, but didn't he also have a conversation with Sam? And didn't he wake up and go like, hey, I don't want to fight? But Though, I feel to be fair, yeah, he has I, his montage later, so he's more hyped up. <laughs> well, also, I think Daniel's conversation with Sam had the opposite effect. I mean, because it ended mm, on like... Point. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it ended on the coin, uh, the, the cap flip uh and you know he's seeing sam become a little rough around the edges uh whereas he was in a place ready to kind of try to squash it and it put him in a different place and then yeah i think miguel um i guess has a little bit more of the desired effect or it starts to sink in i forget if there's another scene in between or not because yeah then we have Johnny's montage where yeah he's reliving Karate Kid uh part one and you know seeing him having to sit on a pie and you know get beat up by a bunch of uh skull-faced Cobra Kai's um yeah so yeah I think that's kind of where we're at yeah that's a great point um 
And then we get to the scene we played a lot of from the beginning when Terry Silver and Crease are chatting. And we've, we, we obviously went into it at the very start here. But yeah, Terry's being kind of reasonable and reminding him of what their goals are and not to get hung up on the past. We know Crease and we kind of know that that's never really going to work <laughs> because he's all about uh, his uh, past shaping him into the person that he is. But yeah, any other thoughts on this scene now that we've come back around to it? Uh, we kind of went into it a bit at the beginning. So yeah, I think we kind of covered most of it. It is interesting. I mean, we had talked about it before that, you know, Terry is just now realizing some of the stakes when he realized that Robbie is johnny's son um and also kind of not to pat ourselves in the back with our ideas like <laughs> it almost would add more to if that previous scene had terry you know trying to get in robbie's good graces a bit more and like using because it would almost be like oh now he knows what's going on here and now he's like playing or pandering a little bit more to robbie because he knows who he is but either way whatever they did what they did yeah because I was kind of like, yeah, maybe a bit down on Crease for not having like clarity on what he's actually going for. But in a sense, Terry Silver is like, we went and messed with their heads and now we're just going to keep training, which is a normal human thing to do that you do in the real world. But it feels like in the structure of the show, it'd be like, and now we're going to learn Miyagi-Do from Robbie or whatever. Like there's additional layers. But no, he's kind of just has some great points about... Uh, where he, uh, how they're going to be able to finish what they started and make sure that they win. But I do think, as I said at the start, Crease is kind of wishy-washy here because he, Terry Silva says all these things, but they're not any different from what he's been saying the whole time, really. True. And for some reason, Crease is convinced here. And at the very start of the episode, when they go to the car, he's kind of on board, but then he sees Terry follow through on what he just said he would do and he's like mm, we need to have a talk yeah. there's no clear to me conflict between what Terry's saying and what he's doing so that's why I don't really get why Crease is like now he's like happy with it and then he's upset that they're not like it all hinges on like are we going to let our students go and fight uh, the other students are not I guess but like there's not that much of a conflict and then here again he's like uh, you do a good speech I also love giving speeches <laughs> so I'm going to say yes at the end of this I and then also the scene fan. we go to directly afterwards with Hawk um, which is fucked up by the way yeah. <laughs> they corner him and cut his hair off but it, more importantly to me anyway they have to fight him to get him to fucking stop right <laughs> so this much. is not at all yeah. like them doing something not fight related they are physically fighting him to get him to lie down and then they're obviously physically harassing him beyond that and cutting his cutting his hair off to shame him and take away his identity it's really it looks really fucked up as well when Robbie's like slowly unfolding the razor yeah, like and razor. all of that which he clearly um, did not use to cut his uh, mohawk off, but fair yeah, enough. They wanted us to think he still has the buzz underneath. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they wanted us to think he was going to murder him, and I, I guess the 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 reason them staying as part of the agreement is that they didn't like break his arm or something. You know what I mean? Like, well, they just they only roughed him up a little so they could shave his head. They didn't break his arm or his leg or sli or like slice his stomach open. Could have been a lot yeah. worse. Yeah. Also, I, I, I just I just feel like with all the other conversations hinging on whether they're going to be allowed to fight or not. Yeah. Like they do have to do like that is fighting, though. There is fighting happening. And I get that it's not a long fight or whatever. But if that's the whole thing that all the other storylines are about, they're just fighting. They're fighting right now. I'm watching them fight. <laughs> I mean, what they should have what should have happened to. Yeah. To get around the fighting thing is we see like. Eli after training or something he goes in the showers and they've swapped out his shampoo with some sort of hair removing <laughs> liquid oh, yeah. and then they're all laughing and pointing and they're like we got your mohawk that's how it should happen <laughs> that would feel very uh, the karate kid as well like totally. they love showers and <laughs> pranks basically yeah. there's a lot of pranks going on <laughs> uh, I do love the start uh, when he's texting Moon and his, his in is going to be so rumor has it there's a prom coming up. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so then we get to the actual fight. And, I mean, we've talked around it the whole way here. Um, but, yeah, getting into the actual details of it. They're up on the big platform. They're doing the fight. And I know I've been, you know, a little bit critical. But, of course, it's cool. It's cool to see. It is cool to see. Yeah, it's dope. And it's almost like the whole, the whole like, uh, uh, story point of building this this uh area is just for this fight yeah. to happen which is great yeah <laughs> and again we get to see clips from the you know 1984 all valley which i welcome to see every time i love it uh, i love that this fight is still echoing through history um and i mean i honestly going into this i was thinking storyline sense would have made the most sense for johnny to win but then i guess it would have then have forced daniel to like give up like, I guess, like, they neither one can win, not just from, like, a character's point of view of, like, oh, that proves the LaRusso haters wrong or that pr- proves the Johnny lovers right or whatever, is because then, yeah, then it's like, oh, it, it would kind of settle the disagreement of where the, the fate of each of their students, and they kind of can't do that yet. Uh, so that's why it does have to end in a draw. But it would have felt better. Like we already talked about this. Yeah. It would have felt better if they learned something more from it, at least here. I guess eventually they do maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Cause like if one of them won, they could have made, I, I don't know. I did was, I guess the stakes are who's going to get to teach all of the students, but I don't really know that if Johnny cares about the <laughs> Miyagi-Do students enough to try to like teach them as well. Um, and on my first watch, honestly, I was a bit too busy feeling like, wondering about where is this going what's going to happen here to actually enjoy it i enjoyed it more on a second watch as just kind of a good fight scene um but yeah when they clock each other it feels like such a uh i don't know an unlikely thing to happen to the point that it makes sense if it's part of the point that the story is trying to make um where that i could feel the one star reviews coming but yeah <laughs> i feel it's like uh i don't know i it, think it, well I think in defense of it, because on paper, if you told me this is how it plays out, I'd be like, oh, that's a cop-out. But I don't think, yeah. when I watch it, I don't, even when I first watched it, I don't think it's a cop-out. And I think the point we're saying is actually the point of it, and and we're to get that. Like, we get it, and even to an extent, the students get it. But Johnny and Daniel are still too boneheaded with each other yeah. to get it. So in their defense, I think that is the point they're making is the reason why it comes to a draw is because clearly they need each other. And that is the balance that everyone should see, but they're still not going to see it yet. It's going to take a little bit more for them to come to that conclusion on their journey. Yeah. And maybe that's like the importance of having Hawk appear at this time as well. Cause yeah. if they're just looking at the video, seeing how they knocked each other out, it could have been like, Oh shit, we, we're, it's a draw, so maybe we should That's you know, true. figure this out some other way. Whereas Hawk showing up, uh, it sort of shows the good and bad of both of their approaches. That um, that you know, Johnny's very much like the sprinklers thing is what led to this thing, like uh, and so on. And then so, to Daniel's point, it's like yeah, but then the fights had led to a school brawl and a home invasion. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is not really exactly. an easy answer here. Uh, go ahead, show the other angle. That's a great, great line from uh, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, um, and in the end, yeah, the two, the two split, and two dojos. Uh, the one dojo becomes two dojos again, um, and it's uh, yeah, we're halfway through the season. It's sad, I guess, but it also is like kind of yeah, we're halfway through the season. So let's see where this takes us. Well, and also, I we've talked about this before. Um, uh just a moment trying to pull up the actor's name i don't because eli uh god damn it what is um i know it oh uh jacob bertrand um Mm -hmm. it, it like it's a it's another opportunity to show like he's got like he's great at like when you see him now he's eli again uh like yeah. he, he can he turns on the doe eyes or whatever it is he does like there's a thing he does that it's very uh very effective at showing when he's hawk and then when he's eli so um i mean we've talked about this before we'll talk about it as the season goes on like i i 
I just wish there was a little bit more of him um, because I mean he's a good actor, he's a good character. So, I mean, there's there's enough there. There just should have been a little bit more. But I just did want to call out because he's he's great at easily showing us the audience like who's the like who he is at the at the moment. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And I think if we've sounded overly critical, it's just because we're we're so uh, happy about what's been going on in the first half of the season. You know, in the rewatch up to this point, it's like the stuff is so interesting with the Daniel and Johnny interacting. Like, yeah, maybe we wanted a bit more Miguel and Johnny, and this might leave a bit more room for that. But generally speaking, like, this is the kind of content we've been waiting for for ages. Sure. And, you know, it's been building to it for ages. So now it just kind of feels like, oh, that's cut off for now. Obviously, we can figure out that that might not be a, a permanent situation. But, yeah, it's a little bit sad. Uh, and But it does set us up for what is going to come next uh, in episode six. Obviously, pe most people at home have probably yeah. already watched it, but we're going to get into that in the very next episode and i mean it, we could still think it's a great episode even if we i mean i feel like our things are still minor like we we, yeah. we talk about these episodes for an hour they're 30 minutes long so sometimes <laughs> we'll have little things that we point out or whatever that you know for us may have not worked maybe they work for you but that's why you can email us but before we get into that i do want to say like uh i totally expected but i guess it is again a little too early i totally expected there was going to be like one person that would stay and then maybe one person that would leave like maybe something had got into someone's head i get why they didn't do yes. it but i was kind of like waiting for that but it, it was a little too early i mean we can't have sam just immediately be like leave miyagi-do because i mean then what the fuck would miyagi-do be <laughs> at this point uh or even like yeah. you know miguel um but yeah i mean it's still in in, in cobra kai fashion their episode fives do have like big moments like this they always kind of yeah they kind of plan their seasons out where we build to kind of like a semi-climax for five to set up the, you know, back half of the season. And uh, they did it again. So uh, good for them. Good for them indeed. <laughs> and if you want to share your thoughts, feel free to leave them in a review uh, on Apple Podcasts, any stars accepted. Um, you can also email us at showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com or get in touch on Twitter. That's at showswhatyouknow, the letter U for you in the Twitter one. Um, and beyond that, is there anything else, Jim? Oh, uh, actually, come to think of it, there's one more thing. What's that? Strike first. Strike hard. No, no mercy. mercy.